Well, welcome back, Valley Sports Talk fans, to another episode of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk podcast, Winter Freezing Edition. I'm Eric Sorensen with Jean Goudet and Sammy Henderson, as always, and we went through the treacherous ice snowstorm winter negative whatever it's about to be to make sure we can have some sports talk in your ears today so you're welcome for braving the elements to get into the studio you brave the elements leaving god's country just come into the uh, downtown yes the uh, bunker of good at the bunker of good at yeah and uh so thanks for making the trip for me absolutely anytime and uh yeah it, it's a little cold in this the big country studios because it's not there still but it's nice and warm in here and i really appreciate that because i've been freezing my butt off all day and we're getting like warnings we're recording this uh on december 20th um and as we are getting it's tuesday the winter weather warnings of wednesday through friday of negative 20 wind chill potentially on one of those days is that really what it's supposed to be because i see a low of negative six high of eight or something like five a high of five according to my yeah uh, I'm going to load up. We've been burning our wood stove, and mm-hmm. I've been like, last two days, it's just been, we've been cutting through it. Yeah. It's just a... It's cold. It's Let, cold. Let's, let's, get it's the, cold. let's get the truth bombs out. You're wearing <laughs> heated gloves. And double packed. Not to gloves. mention the wool gloves on top of the heated gloves. Absolutely. Yeah. And normally, I'd have a comment for that, but I'm just jealous. I know. I was just going to say, I'm trying to make, make fun of it, but... Uh, this is my rule. The guys to my family is that... Because when it's cold, I'll put anything. I'll be warm. Yeah. And I don't care what I look like as long as I'm warm. So yeah, you you can razz me all you want. I'm going to be comfortable. I'm not. I'm celebrating. But you wanted to. And I'm okay with it. I mean, the joke did come out when I saw two gloves in your hand instantly. (laughs) Lloyd Christmas. And you've had two gloves this whole time? My hands are a little sweaty. Take my other pair. Uh, the Rockies. But it's cold. I don't. You know, last year I appreciated it for quite a while. And I was cool with it. But this year, I don't know. I'm just getting softer. It's horrible for the the elements are horrible, but it's really freezing my ice rink up real nice though. I'm not yeah, gonna it, it's is going it well. Bigger this year, I, yeah, we went bigger. Yeah, uh, got we even ordered a nice rink or rink liner. So it's like what a, about a what about a, like a hockey net, uh, homemade with two by fours and chicken wire. Perfect. Because you know, I I thought about buying one, but this is a ice rink on the farm, so let's is, keep it that isn't way. Isn't all yeah. this weather though good for like crops and stuff? Um, yeah, bad for cows. I guess is the okay. it's too cold, but um, yeah, it's not really affecting anything. Everything's dormant, and so it's all good. Snow layer, the snow's good. Like, yeah, the that, insulation yeah. for everything is good for it. So. Yeah, so um, bring on the snow. Yeah, it's but snow's bad for the ice rink because it creates a blanket <laughs> and it makes the ice melt. Because it's a blanket. Yeah, basically, because it warms it up. Yeah, I became an ice rink connoisseur in the last two years. It's <laughs> amazing the stuff you research. I'm just, I'm I'm just. Like you don't have like a like a leaf blower or something out there, and you're just dusting it off. Oh yeah, I do that. I got a big power broom. I'll shovel it when it gets deep enough. And <laughs> Wait, a power broom? What's oh, it's that? awesome. It's like this. It was a. It's a steel, no free ads, and it's a. I bought it as a, a garden tiller, like a rototiller. But then I got the research and some more, and you can take the rototiller part off and buy this broom that's about four foot wide, and it's these big, thick, long bristles, and it is. A power broom. Like so it's a is full it like a farm version of a Zamboni? No, but I've made a Zamboni. Because the Zamboni, what you put out, <laughs> what Zambonis put out is water, right? And it smooths the ice out and it freezes up over the, the chunks. And so what you do for the homemade Zamboni, I had half-inch PVC pipe laying around. Of course. I cut it up. We all do. Why, why yeah. wouldn't you have that out back? Yeah. I went and bought the special attachment to hook in a garden hose, tied some Baylor twine because we're still blue-collar out here, and uh, <laughs> you, you punch a bunch of holes in it, wrap a towel around it, 
and you drag it, hand drag it around the ice with the water going from the faucet and the garden hose plugged in. I, I'm just gonna smooth. Look. It's awesome. It makes it look beautiful, but it is not safe. Because <laughs> when it freezes, it's the slickest thing you've ever oh, done yeah. in your life. You have to come see it. It's pretty cool. I will. I got time on my hands right now. So you have time <laughs> on your hands. Like <laughs> your <laughs> wife must be madly in love with you because you're always like, "Well, I went and bought this, and I went and bought that." And I'm like, "All right, man." <laughs> I know. The other day, we this year, I made, I got creative, and I cut out, had some old plywood laying around, and I cut out targets because I want to be able to curl and like have targets in the ice. So I put the targets down, and we flooded in there a layer of water, so they're down in the ice. Well, I had this little circle left over and so i painted it up and i wrote i painted on there the sorensen rink and i had an s on there well Paige got fancy with her cricket and put a crack in s and it says Ellsworth. so i have a center logo in the ice rink yes do you really i do and i need to post this on our social I'll, media I'll, I'll post that out there for the listeners that of the rink well i put it down there, i put it in the ice well it froze with a bunch of bubbles and it was hard to see and so yesterday i was thinking i'm like not gonna melt that ice yeah, so I got my big torch, <laughs> and I was on my ice torching it, and my wife thought it sounded like a Boeing 747 outside the window. <laughs> <laughs> I melted it down. There's no bubbles anymore. <laughs> but No, I kind of got a problem. My kids are going to have a great, like, they're, we're going to do a lot of fun things because dad's kind of crazy a little bit. <laughs> that <laughs> the is older awesome. They get, so it, it is fun. Like, I got... I got plans, man. I got some hockey sticks showed up the other day. We got I got a new helmet coming because it's not safe. <laughs> got to protect the noggin, man. <laughs> got to protect the noggin. Wait, you're talking about your noggin. Let's My, remember, you have two daughters who oh, they on were, that. Yep. Ellie has the batting helmet that I bought her. That's a big pink batting helmet. Okay, nice. Yes, perfect. She She's was on there there without it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's kind of our fun little project right now. Our, our ice rink out of the badger pocket. I don't know. The neighbors probably think I'm crazy because I'm out there in the middle of the night with a garden hose. It's not going to take a nice ring to make your neighbors think that you're crazy. No, they already so. know I'm pretty yeah. nuts, so <laughs> that works out. <laughs> but uh, no, we got we got some lots to talk about here. We're going to have Jonathan Gordon coming on here in a little bit. He's going to call in and give us the Ellensburg Bulldog update. Yeah. Uh, there's so much. We've been on the hiatus that we've been all over the place. You guys been able to get out and watch some games? I haven't yet. The one I, game I was going to was our anniversary, so I decided to go hang out with my wife. I've been watching them from afar, either mm. on the st- the stream or mm. NFHS. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I was going to say NHF, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, or I've been, um, you know, just watching social media and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm been, on WIA right now. I was I able know. to get out and watch quite a few few weekends ago. I had like the weekend of basketball. It was a doubleheader. Uh, of Central at Ellensburg High School, of mm. course, and that was those were uh, GNAC games too. So it was, mm-hmm. I think it was a uh, Western Oregon, and what's the what's the who he plays at Western Oregon and St. Martin's. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. and got to see that. And then the next day was doubleheader Ellensburg. All right, and then the following day was doubleheader Central. And then my daughter had her basketball tournament that week. So it was like twelve games in the span of like three days. That sounds awesome. Where was the basketball tournament? In in, uh, in, the- in town, like Clayton. In like Cleelum, uh, Easton, here in Morgan. So it was so much basketball. And then I caught a couple other Ellensburg games. So I got to see a few of the Ellensburg games so far. Mm-hmm. And it's been, been a blast. I know that the watching the Kittitas games on NFHS, the ones I've been able to watch, it's, it's fun to – they're good right now, right? right? The girls' program's doing good things. They're winning yep. games. Yep. Um, they had the battle for Elk Heights on Saturday night. Is, right? um, the girls, kid has girls beat Cleelum. It was, seemed like it was a, the score ended up being close. It was wasn't close for a while, and then uh, Cleelum boys, who's just 
going to be, you know, a top team in the whole EWAC. Yeah, I beat think so. Kittitas boys pretty good, but um, gosh, there's a lot to get out and watch because not, not to mention the Ellsberg girls are just yeah, just as good, play, if not better. They play uh, Chihuahua today. They do. Yeah, yeah. They were supposed to play last night against Clarkson. Uh, that's where I was going to be for for their doubleheader, but it got canceled. Mm-hmm. Which is really too bad because I'm I'm looking at the girls' schedule right now, and I know Jonathan Gordon, and we're going to be talking about it more in depth. But Ellensburg has played Eastmont, Hermiston, East Lake, Moses Lake. Those are all. I think Hermiston's a three A school, but the rest of them were four. Yeah, A's. in East Lake they won by eight. That was the closest game. That was had. their closest game. But East Lake, I haven't seen. I haven't seen East. East East Lake's record or what they've done. They are four and two. They're four and zero oh in league, and their losses are to us and to Camus, who is probably going to be a state placer in the four A. Yeah. Um. So Ellensburg is one. Ellensburg again, girls. I mean, if you haven't got out and watched it, it's so much different. You know, Tim Rivey, the coach. Uh, it was it was interesting to, you know, we're not getting out to the. 25 to 2 leads yeah. like we had before it's a but the results are exactly the same right they are they they're not full court pressing they're not doing the one three one and getting the steals they are playing fundamental stay in front of your defense making you take really tough shots and they're executing on offense and it's vastly different i mean if you will go out and think you're going to see the same team it's different yeah. and uh but that was the one knock last year is that we never got to see them run an offense and when they ran their offense it was like for not getting turnovers, it kind of was like a right. kind of stale. Right? That's not the case this year. Well, that's a they get offensive set. There, Olivia Anderson is is having a year. Mm-hmm. Well, that's know. a Timber Bay team. They're going to be fundamentally yeah. sound. They're going to know the yeah. offense like the back of their hand, and they're going to yeah. execute it. Out execute everybody in that aspect of the yeah. Game for sure. And they're 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 playing well. And they're going to. I mean, we talk about Chihuahua tonight uh, after Christmas in the Sun Dome. What is it called? The Sun Dome Shootout or. Yeah, whatever something, it's called. Something clever. Yeah. Then they play 4A Davis, who is 6-0 and right. in the mm-hmm. 4A. And then 1A Cashmere, who will be a 1A. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they'll, a they'll great program. Them, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, Ellensburg is going to come into the new year. And who do the boys play? The boys in that as well? The boys do not play in that tournament. Oh. Um, but maybe, let me. Uh, you sure? Weather, weather pending. I bet they could be, probably be getting in. I know Kittitas yeah. already canceled their game tonight. Like yeah, you said, it's Walla on Walla. December 20th just because it's going to be horrible. Snowmageddon's yeah. about to happen from here to the Blue Mountains. So, um, <clears throat> That's the other aspect that people are having to deal with a lot more. I, I apologize. This time Hold on. Here. Ellensburg is playing in that tournament. The boys are there. You're fine. They play uh, uh, Kelso and Nooksack Valley. Okay. Ooh, Nooksack usually has some decent teams. And, uh, Kelso's They're 1A, right? Uh, you are correct in that, and uh, looks like Nooksack's only losses are to huge teams. So. Yeah, Nooksack has historically, and the boys seem. I mean, they 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 have talent. I mean, Gavin obviously at the top. You got Gavin and Fens is playing well, and yeah, and Die is back again. So those three are really holding down the fort. Um, if you go to a game, those are probably the only three you'll remember from last year's varsity team. Yeah, um, Eli Lewis just played his first game, but for the most part, uh, Boast is out there too. Mm-hmm. Senior uh, got some. They brought up some some kids, and uh, you know they beat Grandview the other night, second in the state. Grandview uh, at home. They not only let's see what was the actual score of that one. You know they beat them up by six. Yeah, but it was they had a decent lead in that and. 
You know, they were smaller. You go look at these two teams, you're out there, you're like, okay, well, one's definitely bigger than the other team. I mean, I think their tallest guy was probably, you know, was uh, in Dias size, probably. And so having Emmett and Gavin out there, uh, they they played big for, for the first time this year, like really played big, and it was awesome. To watch to watch them take out a, a team that was you know, expected to beat them by a good, good amount, I would assume. If you're a basketball fan in general, I'd go down to the Sundome. Looking at, I just found it here on Facebook, and it's the 2022 Wilbur Ellis Wilbur Sundown or Sundome shootout. Okay. okay, but you got people like Lyndon there, Mark mm. Morris, C. Mm. Holmes, Zilla Girls, Brewsters playing Burbank. You got everybody. Brewster boys or Brewster girls? Boys, yeah. Well, well, I know what I'm doing. I say we go. Yeah. That's a Ellsberg plays uh boys play Kelso at twelve thirty on Thursday and the Ellsberg girls play Davis girls at eleven o'clock on Thursday. I'll be there. I say I feel we like go. that should be prime time. Look for me. All right. I'll wave. Yeah. Hey Sammy. My, I'll be next to my son who's probably eating nachos. So if you're going and you're a listener of the podcast, Sam he has given away free autographs. And t shirts <laughs> and hugs. That's right. <laughs> Best hugs in the valley. That's right. That's for damn by, sure. By, by, by <laughs> That's not creepy at all. Not at all. And then you got the Ellensburg girls are playing cashmere girls on Friday at nine AM and then the Ellensburg boys will be playing at I 10:30 think they should get a better draw. I'm I was sorry. The same they, thing. they seem to be more of a prime time kind of a tip off. I'm still feeding cows at that point. How do they expect us to be there? Come on. I don't know. But it'll be a lot of fun. I think we're going to enjoy it. But I think we got a guy calling in here in a second, and we better give, get him on. take a quick break, and we'll get Jonathan Gordon on the call. And then after that, we'll be back to wrap up our episode talking more great sports in our valley. All right. We got, we're back with our resident Ellensburg expert jonathan gordon calling in on your lunch break thanks for taking time what's for lunch today jonathan uh not sure i had a sandwich earlier so uh that's i guess we'll call that the uh the lunch for today yep. uh, not out wandering in the uh blustery snow <laughs> he's, he's having the valley sports talk lunch is what he's having today yeah, so. sure. yeah well get us up to date on Ellensburg athletics there's a lot going on right now well, yeah, we've got a uh, couple uh, wrestling duels have, have uh, taken place already. And, of course, conference play for basketball started uh, last weekend. So we've got, uh, uh, yeah, plenty of that uh, good results so far across the board. Um, for uh, for wrestling, they won both their uh, first two duels, um, BD Fred at home and then one at Sela in the Clash of the Canyon. So that's uh, a great start for them. Um, I think they're actually supposed to be competing today. Um, in a mix and match, or maybe that's the girls. I can't uh, <laughs> uh, can't recall that one specifically, but uh, but yeah, definitely have some some action going on um, uh, for the wrestling squads. Uh, basketball wise, uh, girls are uh, still undefeated at six and zero, two and zero in conference. They are number seven currently in the RPI. Can we can um, we talk about that? I know, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt <laughs> you, but, and I know the RPI is love it or hate it or whatever like that, but we need to get a little more respect. How many wins in a row? Right. No. 31, uh, 33? At 30, at, 30, at 32, 31 on-court wins in a row. Yeah. I don't know. And I know the RPI is supposed to be the numbers, but come on now. It's Yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting thing everybody has I think has their own opinions on uh, you know, on the RPI and and how things shake out for that. Uh, I you know, yeah, I personally think Ellensburg getting robbed a little bit. Um, take a look at their their first four 
uh, you know, girls wise, first four games were all against competition higher than they were. They won by 30, 40, six and 50. Um, now given those, you know, most of those teams are, you know, probably middle to lower half of their respective classifications in the RPI right now and below 500 records. I think that's probably, um, that's probably a reflection as far as where they're at is, is, is the teams that they're playing are, are below 500. So regardless of the fact that they're one or two classifications above, um, they're, you know, the, the way the, the formula is set up, unfortunately, is, is to only look at, uh, the, the win loss record, I think. So, uh, so that's part of why they're, you know, their, uh, their RPI is only at seven. Uh, you take a look, Prosser is actually number one in two, eight girls right Saw now. That. They are undefeated. Um, you know, and they played, you know, they played three, a four, a three, a, and, uh, and then when, they, when's they that game? So I can, so I can let off some of this pissed off steam. <laughs> well, well, It'll be January third. Is, is is so the next league matchup for Prosser is is hosting Ellensburg down down there. And, and originally, you know, on the original schedule, this was a game that was going to be played in Ellensburg, and then and then later in the year, in in uh, you know January twenty first, the game would have been in Prosser, but they got flip flopped due to Prosser hosting wrestling on that latter week. So weekend. the third, they're um, here. No, the third, they're there. No, no third is in oh, Prosser. Yeah, I gotta wait yeah. that long. So that'll be. Exactly, but that's you know that's the next league matchup for the Bulldogs is is that Prosser. So it'll be interesting to see how they match up. You know, I think you look on paper as far as uh, where things are compared to last year. Uh, you know, certainly Ellensburg still winning. Uh, you know, rather handily. The you know, their margin of victory right now uh, for the season is is thirty five and a half, which might be a little bit down from where they were last year. But uh, um, you know that's it is it is where it is, and uh, you know, but props are not as not as dominant. You know, as far as margins of victory are concerned, at least their first three they only they won by ten, seven, and six against you know teams above them, and then they they won by forty at Efreda, which, uh, as we know, Efreda was you know was in battle for for last in the conference last year. So. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Prosser number one in two A. They're playing at number one, uh, Wapato tonight, and that's number one in one A. So that'll be an interesting, mm. uh, interesting to see how that one plays out. Uh, you know, Wapato beat Othello at home by sixteen um, a couple weeks ago, and, and Othello's supposed to be pretty good as well. Um, so it'll be it'll be very interesting to see. I think there's. Uh, you know, there's there's definitely some some better parity overall. I would say, you know, Grandview, whom Ellensburg beat, um, you know, beat by 41, you know, in their league opener uh, on Friday of last week. Uh, they bounced back and beat Othello by 14 at home. So, uh, and and they actually have a good RPI at 16, I think, uh, even though they have a four and five record. So, um, it's going to be yeah, going to be interesting to see how things shake out. Uh, you know, for to say that the Bulldogs are as dominant as they were last year, I think that's that would be uh, you know inaccurate. Uh, but you know, certainly they've they've played well so far, and um, it's just it's a different style that uh, they're going about things uh, this year. Uh, you know, and that's to come with uh, new coaching staff. I would you know I I'm in the company of saying they're. I, I've from what I've seen, they're just as dominant. It just I was telling the guys early, it just looks different. It right. looks it and it feels different. The game's not necessarily over within the first ten minutes where you're out to a twenty five point lead and we're checking to do the running clock at halftime. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, it's usually currently we're like heading into the fourth quarter, like, okay, well they've kind of stomped them into the ground at this point, you know, more of a like Methodical. Sure. We're gonna wear you down, and 
kind of so it it is I I see I see them being as dominant currently for me sure. um, as sure. last year, but I feel I does feel different. I'll put it I'll put it that way. It feels it feels different. Yeah, well, and, and, you know, and we'll see. I mean, they're they're entering you know a, a tough stretch of games. Obviously, uh, you know, the game that was supposed to be played yesterday against Clarkston got uh, got canceled due to uh, illness in the program for Clarkston. Um, but you know, you take a look at the next, really the next four games, you know, on paper for the Bulldogs should be, should be, uh, quite challenging. Uh, you've got, you know, Chiawana, uh, tonight, uh, who is, you know, traditionally a very strong program. Um, that's a, you know, girls only game on the road down in Pasco. Of course, the largest school in the state is, uh, is, uh, Chiawana. So, uh, but they're three and four, three and five right now. They lost by 20 to Davis. Um, who is actually the Ellensburg's next opponent, right? You know, coming out of the out of the holiday, uh, that tournament down at the Sundome, and Davis is number one in four A girls right now. Uh, so that's uh, that'll, that'll be, be an interesting. It'll be a, yeah, it'll be a very interesting matchup. And and you know, one thing to take a look too is is uh, those two teams actually played each other uh, in a jam. You know, Davis hosted a jamboree um, right after actually it was Thanksgiving weekend, and, mm. and I think. And then over tied, I think the uh, the portion that they played uh, played against each other. So it'll be interesting to see how um, you know to see how things play out in a full 32 minute game. Um, you know, but uh, you know, again with with the game, you know, that could have been against Clarkston yesterday. You know, they were three and one. I think their RPI is number four. Um, you know, in the state, and then. Uh, you know, then to turn around and and uh, you know play a Tijuana who's traditionally very dominant uh, or or very strong for a team, uh, and then Davis next week, and then also Cashmere uh, at the Sundome. So two real tough games at the Sundome for Ellensburg, uh, you know, next week on the girls' side, and and uh, and then and then coming back out of after New Year's and playing uh, playing Prosser on the road in their next league game should be a should be a good uh, test for them uh, sequence wise and. And uh, you know, hopefully it'll it'll play out uh, favorably for the Bulldogs in, in each of those contests. You gonna make it out to that, Gordon? I am not going to be there. No, I'll be uh, I'll be staying put. Okay. And talk to us about the boys. The boys uh, boys aren't playing in Chiwana tonight, right? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, their next uh, their next games aren't until the Sundome, uh, 29th and 30th. They play Kelso on the 29th, mm-hmm. and Nooksack Valley, who's a you know relatively strong 1A program. Uh, they'll play them on the the 30th. They don't get the they don't get the same uh, rigor of a schedule necessarily as as the other two CUAC schools that are or as I should say as two of the other three CUAC schools that are playing in that tournament. Um, both Prosser and Grandview will have matchups against Linden and Seaholm. Uh, those will be their their two matchups at that tournament. Uh, Seal is also there. They'll be playing Mark Morris and North Kitsap for their two opponents. So, uh, be some new faces for for the Ellsberg boys at the the Sundome uh, tournament. It's the Wilbur Ellis uh, Sundome Shootout uh, that's hosted actually by Zilla. Uh, their their staff put that on, and uh, you know, so it'll be an interesting interesting matchup for them. Uh, you know, Bulldog boys so far four and three. Um, you know, one and one in in conference. They got a, a great win over Grandview uh, last Friday at home. Uh, Grandview had been previously undefeated, and they were number two in the RPI going into uh, into that game. I think, um, or and, and so to get come away with a six point win uh, with that one, they really, uh, you know, Grandview had been scoring seventy five to eighty five points a game. Uh, they even hit ninety six earlier this year. 
um, and Ellensburg held them to 56, uh, but then had to turn around less than 24 hours later, go to Sela, and of course that matchup is always a is always a tough one, the rivalry matchup, and uh, you know the Vikings got a 17 point win over the Bulldogs. So, um, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. I think uh, you know I think they've got uh, Ellensburg, you know, boys. They they'll have the same league schedule as the girls. Uh, you know, coming into the new year, they'll go to Prosser and Efrida back to back. Well, not back to back, but in the same week, and then host yeah. East Valley. So that'll be a, a three a three game week for them. Um, you know, again, Prosser went to state last year, actually won the district title, um, and and they've proven to be pretty strong so far this year. I think they're four and one, um, and, and you know, coming off of uh, a win against R. A. Long at the Motor Motor Center down in Portland um, on Saturday, uh, that which was a late addition to their schedule. Um, and they beat Efreda in their league opener. Uh, so be interesting to see. Uh, you know, both squads. You know, have uh, both the boys and girls have strong uh, senior leadership as far as the, the scoring is concerned. Um, you know, the top uh, top scorers in the conference on both uh, both sides um, are Ellensburg Bulldogs uh, with Emmett Fens on the boys' side and Olivia Anderson uh, on the, the girls' side. They've, they've both been uh, uh, big scorers so far. And then, of course, Gavin Mars, um, you know, is, is also scoring uh, quite a bit for, uh, for the boys. He's third in the conference right now in scoring. Uh, so, you know, senior leadership, uh, you know, kids that have been there and, and been leading the program, uh, you know, continuing to do so uh, while newcomers uh, kind of join the mix. Well, awesome. I, we really appreciate you taking time today to, to get on with us and talk some Bulldog athletics. And I know that we're all fired up to hopefully get down to the uh, Sun Dome and watch them play some uh, pretty big anticipated matchups to see where they're at before they really get into that grind of the league schedule coming up after winter break. Yeah, absolutely. It should be, uh, should be a good uh, you know a little bit coming up. And I, I don't know uh, if this is probably a good opportunity. He'll probably kill me for, for, for bringing it up, but I did want to – Give some kudos to Cole Canier. Um, if you guys haven't talked about him already, of course the uh, Ooh, conference right. athletic director of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, which was you know which was decided in November and then just announced. Uh, you know, he doesn't want the accolades, and he's probably gonna probably gonna shoot me if he hears me. Uh, you know, you know <laughs> talking about it. We definitely, be, uh, <laughs> we uh, definitely have a have a gem. Uh, you know, Ellensburg High School as far as. Uh, you know, leading the athletic uh, programs and so on and so forth. And, you know, I know all you guys know him as well. And, and uh, you know, nice to have a, you know, hometown guy leading him and, but, but doing so in such a, you know, stellar fashion and representative of the, our community, um, you know, both, both here, but also, you know, from a regional, uh, regional level. So uh, kudos to him and yes, absolutely. So, uh, but anyways, yeah, appreciate you guys having, uh, having me on today and I uh, hope you guys all have a great holiday and uh, we'll uh, look forward to joining you again soon. You too, Jonathan. You have a Merry Christmas Merry and you Christmas, stay safe man. out there when you leave your office today, sir. I don't want to <laughs> see no good. spills. You guys, <laughs> yeah, all right. You guys stay, uh, stay safe as well. Thanks. We'll be right back to wrap this whole thing up. Awesome. Well, thank you to Jonathan Gordon for uh, taking some lunch break time to call in and give us update on Bulldog Athletics. I love that. how he just rattles things off. He's a walking encyclopedia, that yeah, man. Yeah, he is. Of he all is. Current you should past. hear him when we're, we're working, because we work the games, Ellensburg games at the table side by side, like just like the old days. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll and he'll leading in the conference in field goal shooting. This this team's shooting 75%, but in the fourth quarter, they're shooting. I'm like, 
Okay, oh, man. Man. Yeah. Get it. Love yeah. it. He's, the information on the road. Just, yeah. He's a gem in this valley. He is. He we're really so is. fortunate to have him. And Absolutely. we're so fortunate that he's willing to call in and send us lots of score updates and, yep. uh, and to go off that. Yep. You know, we've luckily we have our re- resident Ellensburg Bulldog insider for wrestling, Andy Bain, text us some results. But if yep. you, you know, we'd love to hear, you know, if anybody from the upper counties up there listening to this, you know, text us the scores. Send us anything to our social media, the direct message for us. Uh, we're not trying to leave anybody out, but you know what? This is a part-time gig, and we, we do like to give as much as we can. And if we're at the games, we're going to we're gonna give you the score updates and everything. And um, hopefully that someone's grandma or grandparents are not here. They can follow that a little bit and see what's going on. But, go. uh, but no, if you're at a game and you're at a high school sporting event here in the Valley, whether it's Cleelum, Kittitas, Ellensburg, usually we've got the Kittitas games covered pretty good, but you know, feel free to reach out to us and send us score updates, and we'll make sure we pass them along to our social media post to get the word out. Um, and before we dive into Central Athletics, I got one more shout-out, okay? It's a little – it's personal to me because I'm helping plan the darn thing. But here February 3rd and 4th in Moses Lake, if you followed my other podcast, the Pacific Northwest Fungal Banner, um, we've teamed up with the Washington State Baseball Coaches Association to put together a coaches clinic. It's going to be a bunch of high school coaches. But it's not limited to high school coaches. If there's any youth, little league, uh, you know, even a softball coach, I feel like I get something out of it. You know, go to the Washington State Baseball Coaches Association website, which is, I believe, allstatebaseball.com, where you can sign up. It's $50 for a single person, $100 to bring your entire coaching staff. I know that the Ellensburg staff is going to be there. The Kittitas staff is going to be there. And I'm working on Coach Halverson up there at Cleom. It sounds like they're going to be there. And we got people from Peninsula all over the state coming. Wow. It's going to be in Moses Lake at the six facility and if you haven't seen that it's phenomenal it's so huge and there's so much it's really cool so if you're a little league coach in the valley make sure you get out there and sign up to that and come check out there's going to be hands-on demonstration it's not going to be sitting in a classroom we're going to be in an indoor facility to a warm uh, yes they're going to turn the heat on it's phenomenal that place is it was donated it was uh put together by ryan dalmet played in the big leagues and it was dedicated to his dad who had passed away a few years back who was a great man for baseball in the pacific northwest so Come check that out. Check us out on our socials for that. But back to our Valley, Central Athletics, a lot of good season. stuff. We're about, what, eight, ten games in? For the Wildcats? Wildcats, yeah. We're 11 games in. 11, eight, 11 games in. Women are doing some things, right? 10 and 1. 10 and 1. Who was their loss to? Uh, Colorado School of the Mines. School of the Mines. They just uh, lost which the national, national title yeah. for football. What's that? Who just lost the national title game for football? That's right. Uh, First state got stomped. Smoked them. Kind of got stomped. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I don't, I, I don't like the term, but it was kind of a good loss. Highly ranked team, successful team, um, and it's know. when you're looking at that. When you're looking at their schedule right now, that's an acceptable one for a team yeah. that wants to do yeah. what they're wanting to do. To me, that's a fine line because right. you don't want to be. You know. But but if you're looking at if you're looking at the first eleven games, and you're like, where do you think if we're going to take a loss, where do you think it it would be? And it wasn't. Is that a regional? That's not a region. That's a. They're in a different region. Different region, but because let's talk about the wins that the women have had. Yeah. They beat Cal State, East Bay, Stanislaus State, uh, Metro State, and Westminster uh, in that tournament in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won them. Uh, they won them both, and. Uh, so and then so we've got we're we're two and zero in well, I guess we could say we're four and zero in regional 
mm-hmm. uh, games and stuff like that, which is which is huge when February comes around and stuff. So, um, but yeah, they're, they they uh, stomped Walla Walla, stomped Whitman, stomped Northwest. And uh, forty six points, sunshine, yeah, for sun, for Huerta, and uh, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, yeah, um, forty six points, GNAC record, and then Bowman had thirty one boards, thirty one boards. GNAC I mean, record. that was like me in in my rec league. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was throwing them down like I was Wilt. Right? You know, it, and it, that's it, those ladies. You know, it's you can say we're playing Walla Walla, we're playing all these other teams, but those feats are still. I don't care. You're playing college basketball. Thirty-one yeah. rebounds. Yeah, both both of which are dominant performances. Yeah. And the scary thing is, I don't think Huerta is going to score forty-six in a GNAC game, but I can see Bowman catching thirty boards again in a GNAC game. She is. If you haven't had a chance to go out and watch the Central women's basketball team, you're in for a treat. Uh, Samantha Bowman works. She's going to become your favorite player on the court just yep. because she works so hard. She outworks. Everybody on the court every time she plays, and it helps that she's like six three and just strong. <laughs> like right. she's just you know it and athletic, and uh, seems to be a great great teammate. And they've got some talent. And you know, where to? Um, I, w- I would bet she's probably what third, fourth leading scorer on the team. Uh, she is averaging. It's a good question, sir. She is averaging nineteen points a game. Oh shoot, which I'd... is second to Huerta, uh, who has twenty one and a half, and uh, she's averaging. 15.2 boards a game. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. She's walking All-American. That's what, you know, that's what you so called you, her, yeah, walking All-American. So you had, you know, in quality players around her. And the freshman, uh, Asher Kai, yeah. is, she, fingers crossed, she's here for four years because that is another All-American in the making. Mm-hmm. She if she's, she's good. And you watch her, and she looks like a freshman from some of the shots she takes. You're like, oh, yeah, you probably played at Colfax last year, you know, yeah. against that competition. Mm-hmm. But... She can make them. She's doing some reverse layups and things. That you're like, wow, okay. Like, I, I was when I first saw this, I was like, who is that? I for sure thought it was going to be a transfer or a junior of some sort. No, we got a true freshman out there that can really play some ball. Wow. Yeah, we uh, we're, we're being blessed with some really good women's basketball. Yeah. I, I've been really liking the uh, trajectory. Yeah, shall I say of the program? I would say so. Um, just to really, you know, I'm looking at what Bowman did last year, and uh, I thought maybe her average boards were kind of inflated, but she averaged 16 boards last year. Yeah, she's a rebounding machine. She's she, first she 16, she, she points, was a, 16 boards. You are, we are witnessing the best female college basketball player in the history of the program. By far. First, words, first, and I agree. First ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. As soon as she's available, she'll be, I mean, we've never had is dominant a player yeah. um, as that. When it comes to, you know, we've had people who've probably scored more than she has, but just all comes to rebounds, boards, uh, points. She's, she's very, very good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with, uh, with central and, you know, after the, the uh, Christmas break, we roll right into a, a road game at Billings who are ranked 21st in the, yeah. in the country this year, this week. Um, that's going to be a really tough well, conference. Trip. Yeah, right. Conference is yeah. going to be tough. You got Billings. Yeah. You've got Western, who's always good. Anchorage, like it's a it's a gauntlet. And uh, I, 
with how what I've seen from that team and watching them last year throughout the GNAC tournament in person and watching their success, and I know they don't have uh, Cassie Malcolm, who was an absolute beast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I they're in the running to go win this conference. And, you know, currently, you know, we, we could be potentially hosting something here with how, how good this team is. I think they'll be a top four mix when it comes to regionals. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, let's let's flip it over to the to the men uh, who are kind of taking their legs a little bit. Yep, four and seven. But we thought maybe this might be a. I don't want to call it a difficult season, but um, it's it's tough. You you look at the women's team and you're bringing back Bowman and mm-hmm. you got Huerta and you've got girls that played you know deep into yeah. the playoffs last year, all returning to play. The men. Um, are kind of on the opposite end of that. All the all the guys that you knew that were scoring and they went to last year, mm-hmm. um, outside of Poquette and and Banks, uh, are are gone. You know, the both central teams had the Player of the Year in the conference. Yep. Um, you know he's he's gone. Micah Pollard, who we thought was going to be back, is is went on, and so um, hard to replace that and, and keep going. And uh, they've got some pieces, and you can tell by watching they're still they're still figuring it out. Right. And, uh, uh, conference conference games were rough. They lost a real close one. I want to believe it, it was Western Oregon. Um, it was like a last second shot. Uh, so I think they're they're zero two in GNAC, correct? Yeah, that's that's right. And mm-hmm. actually, both of those losses on on December first to Western Oregon two point game, mm-hmm. and then uh, St. Martin's, who is probably going to be a top twenty five. They've team got a good program, soon. yeah. They only lost by by five. Again, mm. I don't like the whole good loss, bad loss thing. But, um, but you I mean, feel a lot differently if you're getting blown out by fifteen or twenty in some right, of those games, right? Right. And so they're they're not far off. I think they're still figuring out. You know, Paquette's Paquette can play. You know, we know that in banks yeah. and leadership. It's it's the other pieces. How do we fit in? How are we playing? And uh, uh, so it. It's going to be interesting. It's interesting to see how they how they end up and what what happens in conference. Who do they start conference with? You know, uh, when both, they come back? both the men and women are on the road to Billings and Seattle Pacific, Seattle Pacific. on the twenty ninth and thirty first. Um, tough trip. Do they yeah. fly to Billings or is that a bus? That's a fly. Okay, I'm be- pretty certain. Okay, because that's you, a long. It's trip. a Thursday Saturday, right? That is correct. So if you did drive to Billings, that would be a terrible trip. And then drive like. You're pulling up to SPU in time for the game. Yeah, that's basically. horrible. <laughs> yeah, and then you have all the mountain passes to go yeah, over. No, they yeah. fly that. Yeah. Although softball yeah. drives it, I'll tell you that. Baseball yeah. drove it too, I've been there. Right? Yes, we did. That was horrible. Oh, well, that's partially because Desi doesn't fly. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a brutal trip. But also the amount of guys. You know, you're bringing, what, a total of like 15 Yeah, but uh, to 12 to 15 with coaches and stuff yeah. for basketball. Yeah, but I do know a Kelly Gout. St. Martin's flies to Billings, so that's a private school. That Yeah, yeah. They're also two and a half hours farther away than us. Yeah, and they're near SUTAC, so that's yeah. fine. Yeah, whatever. Whatever goes <laughs> jerks. <laughs> Those guys over there. But yeah, so it'll be, it'll be, they're going to walk right back into the gauntlet. You know, the preseason was not anywhere, I'm sure, where they wanted it to be. Right. Um, Although walking up, I'll tell you when we beat San Marcos, and I was like, "Oh, they're ranked." Oh, okay, we're into something. And then it turns out San Marcos got beat by everybody so oh, really? far yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah, but oh well. Yeah, it'll it'll see Poquette. Poquette alone will will keep you standing. That guy can play some ball. 
He's physical and a Stud. good leader. And they got some big athletic guys. and uh, Just putting it together. Put, yeah. They, they got to put it together and figure it out. And uh, they were struggling to score points, and that seems to be getting better. And so I think that's – they're going to be we'll, – We'll see how this goes. The rest you know, of the way. and last year proved, and I know this year is going to be different, but last year proved uh, that if you get a chance, Fairbanks proved that even with the losing record, I mean, yeah, they, they went to the run. Sweet 16. Right. The difference now, is this year you have to earn your chance. Yeah. Unlike last year where yeah. it's like everybody got Automatic. a chance. Everybody got a chance, but they've made. They made the most of it. Yeah, right? they made the most of it. And so. so, and that's the thing: get yourself into the GNAC tournament. But we're still in a position if we figure it out, man. We can, mm-hmm. we can go into that last week or two weeks of the season with our head held high, knowing we're in it. And I think that's the position you'd rather be in than fighting for your life those final four games. Mm-hmm. Well, as we start to wrap this thing up, we're going to end with something a little fun. With it's Christmas time, right? Yes, it's coming up. Going to be this weekend. We get to spend time with family. Maybe it's not fun spending time with family. I don't know. Everybody's situation is different. So, but when we get to Christmas, it means so much for so many different people. And I just have a list of Christmas must-haves, and I'm going to say a subject, and I want to hear what your guys' must-haves are. Okay. Ooh, I'm ready. What's your favorite pie? What's your dessert? Cheesecake. Ooh. That's a oh. So it doesn't have to be specific to a Christmas food. What's your just whatever is cheesecake your, not for Christmas? Whatever your favorite Christmas. I'm gonna say cheesecake. Cheesecake is for Christmas. Like a mixed berry mm. pie. Mm. I'm still I'm still a pumpkin pie You're, even though it's Christmas. Just pu- yeah, pu- yeah, I feel like it's still. You a know holiday. what? Hold on. Somebody sends me. It puts a platter of pie in front of me. Yeah, man. I'm eating it. At my but wife. if I'm going to be selfish about it, cheesecake or some sort of uh, mixed berry. Yeah. Mixed berry. That's good. But I'm not going to say no to a pumpkin. My wife made a. a Pecan cheesecake for Thanksgiving. Ooh, it thanks was for the invite. Amazing. Uh, we got a pumpkin cheesecake from. Uh, oh yeah, from Costco. Of course. And I, in my, I built it up in my head yeah. as something different than it was, and yeah. I was disappointed. Well, their their pumpkin pie is just good. Yeah, it was it was more pumpkiny than cheesecakey, mm-hmm. and that bothered me. I didn't I'm walk. Like, a, I didn't I walk. So hungry. I didn't right walk now. away mm-hmm. thinking that was a good cheesecake. I was like, that Kev. was like a pumpkin. <laughs> Give me pumpkin cake. It's a pumpkin Kev. with different texture. What's your go-to present? Go-to present. Like yeah. I don't know. Whatever you want. Pajamas is easy. Like oh yeah. Christmas. Like everybody needs pajamas, so that's a go-to. Are you can present from for that I'm giving or present that I'm, you're going to take. What do you want? Like, what's your go-to? Uh, is it going to be clothes? Is it going to be tickets to something? Is it going to be? It's going to be an. Exper- I'm more of an experience guy. Oh, yeah. electronic, something electronic, anything. Uh, yeah, electronic, something. Don't mm-hmm. care. Nah, it's going to be an experience guy. Let's let's yeah. load up the car and go somewhere. Yeah, preferably let's get lost and stuck in the snow. Mm-hmm. What's <laughs> mine's the go to is what I want to order for myself, but my wife would get mad if it showed up because I bought it. Mm. So let's let her buy it, yeah. and then it's okay. Yeah, last year was a Kraken jersey. Um, you got a Kraken jersey in, in page and like that? Well, I just, she knew what the prices was, and I knew that if I showed up, she would have been like, why'd you buy that? <laughs> so that's why I asked for it for Christmas. So I wasn't yeah. in trouble anymore. Okay. I like that. It's a, yeah. Um, electronics. I just bought an Oculus. The virtual it. reality. It's amazing. It's, it's Why are you not inviting us over to do this? You, I, you guys are always too busy. I don't know. Next thing <laughs> you know, he's going to be on the Oculus on the ice rink playing hockey. <laughs> 
<laughs> Give it time, Sammy. Give it time. I want the full experience. I've been flying fighter jets from D- from World War II lately and just killing it. And my daughter's figuring it out. It's kind of fun. Anyways, okay. So big gathering with your whole family or a small family hanging out, playing with your Christmas Big gifts. gathering. Small family. Ooh. It's okay. You can be you and I can be me. Mm-hmm. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I'm going to pick both. Big Christmas Eve, small Christmas Day. That's okay, I- so I will... I won't say Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, but I like big gatherings that mm. bookend Christmas. Yeah. But Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, it's just me and my three girls. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. My wife and my two daughters, that's it. That's how it's always been. That's what I'm saying. If I have to go with one or the other, I'm going with the smaller. Yeah. Even though my whole family's in with me with the bigger one, that small, intimate. It's, it's fun watching your kids open their gifts and play with their toys. Yeah. But it depends on what we're looking for. Like I just had on my side of the family, we just had my big gathering last weekend. Mm -hmm. And it was incredible. It's usually a family reunion kind of thing because we're all so spread out around the West. And so I I really look forward to that. And we all get along. There's no like drama or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Um, So we're blessed with that. So. I just know I ain't taking my girls out of the house Christmas morning. Nope. We're keeping them there. They're playing with their toys. Don't do that. Grandma and grandpa can come down and. Paige makes a pretty mean breakfast, so if anybody wants to come, they're invited. But oh, yeah. until that point, yeah. that's what you say. Yeah. Has your does your wife know that she loves cooking for? Well, I think so. She might hate it. I don't know, but she's really good I'm at it. Text so. her. I'm <laughs> she's really good at it. Text her. And right this now. is the the last one we're going to talk. It's it's always controversial a little bit. Kind of. I don't know. There's so many out there. There's a whole channel dedicated to it. But the Christmas movie. I'm a. I you know Christmas I know story. plenty of ooh. Hmm? Christmas Story. That's my go-to. Is it? Yeah. I'm excited to see the sequel to that. I heard, I'm excited, but I need to stop looking at people's reviews on Twitter. Hold on, yeah. The Christmas Story Christmas is the, the new one. New one. So that might be the pumpkin cheesecake of movies, because I have that built up. In my head, I'm like, ooh, it's going to be hilarious. Let me... But every, I got to stop looking at reviews because it's making me not want to watch it. I don't like the first one, but I really hope you don't I like, like what? the first one. No, it's too slow for me. I just, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll watch it again. It was a while ago when I watched what? it. What? I'm a Clark Griswold guy. That's my. That's my. I mean, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this, and I'll be perfectly honest. That sounds like <laughs> he's a Houston Astros fan. Oh, bite your tongue! About. I'll be bite perfectly honest. I hadn't really watched uh, National Lampoon's mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation until last year. Yeah. Like, I might have watched what? it as a kid, but mm. I don't remember it. And everyone talks about how great it is, and I watched it with my kids. And we were all kind of like, even my kids like, Dad, can we watch another movie? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to finish it. We'll finish it. Yeah. I have no interest in watching that again. Um, I It's, you know. I didn't laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It, it. I've seen it so many times. It's more of a, it's more the focus on the tradition of watching it right. rather than like, this is my favorite movie. Right. Good clips. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if I had to take a break from it. Heard. I watch it once, one time a year. It's like that and White Christmas. I have to watch those. I don't we know We watch when. White Christmas. Yep. That's on our rotation. Yep. Have you seen my kids loved it? I fell asleep watching it. Spirited. Mm-hmm. It's with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on the list. It's a musical. If you didn't know, probably don't know if I'll watch it now. That's why I fell asleep. <laughs> I, I fell asleep. You're sell it harder. I fell me. asleep yeah. and wasn't interested. My kids freaking loved it. Really? Yeah. Uh, the musical new- because all kids like high school musical kind of stuff. Or but it's like Will Ferrell singing musical. Well, that'd be funny. It could be. I 
it wasn't for me. The latest Christmas movie that I've like, I'm mad that I haven't watched it yet. Is Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn? That one's good. It's hilarious. Seen it. I yeah, like that good one. one. Good one. Anyhow, what about the, the age-old question? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Always. You know what? So, of course it is. It's in our rotation. <laughs> okay. But um, I just saw an interview with Bruce Willis. Must be an older interview, but he's like, yeah, it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Thanks okay, a lot, Bruce. whatever. Greatest Christmas party I've ever been to is at Nakatomi Plaza. Right. You know, remember Nakatomi. Yeah. So. Um, the one movie I always liked was with the uh, oh the kid from Home Improvement and he's in college and has to get home. Is it Jingle All the Way? Maybe oh with uh, Jessica with, uh, Biel with Simba. No, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, and it's him and That's Jessica Biel. No, yeah, yeah, he's in that movie. Yeah, he's Simba. I liked that when I was earlier days when Jessica Biel was. She's just fun to watch in the movies. So <laughs> that's the only reason I like that one. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Yeah, Paige Why? doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good one. Oh, the the one with the anything with Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to get the little toy jingle all the way. That's a good one. Never saw that movie. Really? Mm-mm. Elf. What's the uh, Elf's yeah. warming up on me? I didn't like it at first. You didn't like Elf, but now I like it. Yeah, okay, I, Elf <laughs> is getting right up there Hi, with. Buddy, I hope um, you find your dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna get you that shirt. I, oh. Elf. I might have to take that out of the rotation as well. Really? Mm-hmm. It's just to preserve it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Respect. But I actually like Elf better than Christmas Vacation right now. Yeah. I'm in. I, I respect you. What's the all-time movie you have to watch every year? Yeah, those are my two. Christmas Vacation and White Christmas. What is it about White Christmas? It's what we've always watched. It's I'm, a I'm old school. You I'm ever not, watched like, it? Mm-mm. It's really old. My wife won't watch it with me at all. It's old She's and like, it's slow, but it's classic. Yeah. Kind of B- like Bing Crosby. Me. It's kind of like... <laughs> yeah, it's per- you, you should love that movie. It's a great one. Yeah. Um, it's a good movie. The big controversy of movies, and don't worry, our wives aren't listening, Hallmark. I, I can't get on it. What are you talking about? My wife listens to this podcast daily. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, daily. Sorry. Brittany, I'm... Yeah. Don't listen to this part. You guys big Hallmark movie guys? No. No. Absolutely not. It's the same story. It's the same story. <laughs> uh, in my Facebook memory showed up of a post I had like a year ago of like, gosh, those two were getting along so well. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And then about. they lost yeah. the in. But don't worry. They got it back and they got back together. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the plot of every it, single one. I did see one where I was kind of working on my computer a little bit and it was on in the background and my like... Girls are glued to it, of course. Right. And, of course, I can't think of what it was, but I was like, okay, that's a different twist on yeah. it, blah, blah, blah. There's a couple that are cool. Like, when they're, I like the scenery of the ones in Montana, and I guess there was one filmed in Loveworth this year that was a new one. Mm. Still haven't seen it. Probably not going to, but it's out there if anybody wants to go check yeah. it out. But. Um, yeah, I'm not, Mm-mm. I'm not. Every once in a while, they probably watch 10 of those genres. Mm-hmm. And there's probably one that I'm like, ah, oh, okay, yeah. But it's all, it's all the thing, it's the same thing. <laughs> not, and I, I will not let anybody turn that on our house till Thanksgiving is over. Respect the turkey. You, you sound okay, like my so son. we can't. I mean, touch I'm going to go off on a tangent here. No. Decorate before or after Thanksgiving. Uh, the only reason to decorate before is to leave everything off. Like the lights outside, you can do it before. I will not turn them on. And the only reason to do them before is it's warmer. 
It's warmer, and if we waited till after Thanksgiving, we would have been on the roof with snow. And that was me because I waited till after Thanksgiving, froze my butt off. But when's I was thinking about this on the earlier today. What's the appropriate time to take down Christmas? As soon as you want. But like, if I leave it up through January, yeah, is that when the snow goes away? It's done for me. So like, like my brother. Where he lives, he lives in Idaho, mm-hmm. and he's like, I can't get on my roof until March. Yeah. So, and he goes all out, whereas, you know, that's usually not a problem for us. <laughs> until I need the extension cords for something else. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's when I get back. Yeah. Oh, I need to, we're done turning those things. So, I think you can leave up Christmas lights. I might be in the minority. What about here. Christmas tree? Like uh, all of it. As soon as it's well, a fire ours hazard. is real. So ours is. If we don't take it down, it's going to get torched. Ours yeah. is real. Like New Year's, real plastic. New Year's, real plastic. <laughs> you know what? You can even convince me to say I'm okay with your lights being on. Yeah. Until Martin Luther King weekend, the yeah. three day weekend. He That's wouldn't it. want that. Yeah. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> Martin Luther is not about that. No, I take that stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> For the Christmas tree, it's when it becomes a fire hazard. Okay. Our Christmas tree is down. So we like mine's to, plastic. It's all year. I can. We like it. to take ours down, and if we have a fire on New Year's Eve, burn it that night. Oh, a little bonfire. Those things are fun to torch. Have you ever That's done that? They light up fast, dude. And if you wait till June or July. Before the burn ban goes on, <laughs> because that's unless anybody's listening out there that knows anything important about that, that thing will go fast. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. We usually spend our New Year's Day taking everything down inside. Oh, there you go. While you're watching football, if uh, I'm not, that's yeah. obvious. You live in a house full of women, of course you're watching football <laughs> yeah. on New Year's yeah. Day. I feel it's your pain. Obvious. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's a fun time of the year for that. It is, yeah, but. Well, guys, uh, we probably, I guess I probably should get back to work. I don't know. Oh, wait, it's <laughs> December, and I'm a farmer. Anyways, uh, b- before we leave, the last thing I want to leave us with, and I know that not everybody on here is a Cougar fan, but I think but the I'm whole, a fan of people. The fan of people. And I think the whole entire nation, the football landscape is was hurting, is hurting. That's how the service was today when we found out the news that Coach Mike Leach had a heart attack and eventually passed away a few days later. And unfortunately, the world lost a gem of a man and a football coach. And I am, it was, you know, I've, I've never met the guy. I know there's some people in this valley that are close with him. And uh, it's just, I've never felt this sad hurt of someone like that passing away that we've never even met before. But right. a guy that did so much for the Cougar football program, it was in the dumpster, legitimately playing for the toilet bowl every year yep. to being relevant and, and being a team that can, you know, you can watch them on Saturdays, and they might beat anybody they play. It's He's also the coach that will forever be linked to Gardner Minshew yep. and forever be linked to the first and only time that college game day has been in Pullman, yep. Yep. which we won that, that game. Absolutely. Um, even you, a Husky fan, Sammy, can appreciate that maybe. No, I, I, you beat the Ducks that I day. I loved Mike. He, mm-hmm. he was probably the only thing I've really enjoyed from the University right. of oh, yeah. Washington State University. <laughs> uh, and anywhere he goes, I think everybody's a fan yeah. of Mike Lee. But he's even. like a lifelong learner. Like yeah. all these stories that came out, like he was teaching like law mm-hmm. classes, like as an adjunct professor he's or whatever. Strange dude. Strange he dude. Strange dude. You could talk to him and never, ever, ever talk about football. Yeah. Um, but. He was funny without even trying. Yeah, he yeah. was a he was a walking Google, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. not trying to be funny. That's just what he was. Yeah. yeah, and the stories of that guy. That's yeah. it's really too bad because I think the world was robbed of 
when he retired of talk shows, books that would could be written, and it's it's really too bad that we oh. don't get to follow up that one. So we're not going to leave with music today. We're going to leave with a little moment of silence. Uh, just you know, people out there, be authentic and like Michael Each was. Be honest. Enjoy your life, and make sure to find your inner pirate. Until next time, take care.